back to the podcast. I'm attempting to make a different set of intro rather than stretching and clapping in the air. Um, welcome back. I don't know what episode number this is. We're just going to say it's a number. Uh, this episode is sponsored by me because no one wants to sponsor this. Anyways. Uh, well, that's, not is... true. that's not true. We had people that wanted to sponsor us. We just No, no one wants to sponsor us. No one wants to sponsor us. They want to maybe if they want to listen to us, that'd be nice. But no one's gonna sponsor us. No, no, we don't. We don't need sponsors yet. Yet. Okay. So okay. Optimism at its finest. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this episode we are going to. Uh, I'm gonna let you command it because you have a lot of stuff that you want to go off of. I will follow your lead. Um, that way. Um, and the next one I will cover and we'll, we'll, we'll follow my lead, but this one is completely on your, uh, your, you're commanding the ship. You've got, you've got the reins. So go ahead. What, what's, what is okay. it that you want to discuss? Okay. Thank you. I got a lot of things bothering me like an itch, you know, okay. it, it, it's like, uh, at my age, I expected the world to be better. You know, I, I think expected, we all did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, we're giving too many excuses to COVID and all the viruses, the things going bad. But I have some topics I want to briefly uh, hit upon and get you a comment on it, okay? Got it. And I think maybe this will make America better. First of all, the first topic is love is love. I don't want to get into religious meaning of love, but... I don't care if it's love between a man and a woman or a woman and a man or two men, as long as it's not illegal in the sense that somebody's being a pedophile, I think love is a good thing. And I reject any politician or any politics that is trying to change some of the laws regarding um, same-sex marriage and anything that has to do with love. So again, I'm going to say love is love. Leave it alone. What do you think? I, I just, I agree. <laughs> it's it, with everything that's going on in the world, there's a lot of stuff that like people can, whether you agree with their arguments or not, people are making arguments for. This is something that I personally can't see an argument against because it's someone else's life. What do you, what is it to you that someone gets married and lives a happy life with someone? Like, are you, what about, oh, you like without going too far into, oh, people's religion doesn't allow it, doesn't allow you because you're the one in the religion. So what, if they're not in that religion, why, why does that affect you? You know, yeah. I mean, and frankly, allowing it would probably increase sales in a lot of departments, jewelry or, or wedding gifts or various household things, because if they're, you're allowing them to get married, you'll allow them to start a family. And there's a lot of expenses with starting a family. So I don't know. I, I don't see an argument for anyone to be against it. I think, you know, I, love yeah. is love. I always try and tell my friends whenever they're trying to like make a decision or like a, they're, they just want to talk about stuff. I always tell them, lead with love. If you right. lead with love, whether it's loving people or loving what you do or yourself, then it's not a wrong decision. As long as you're yeah. leading with love, even if it's a mistake, it's not a wrong mm -hmm. decision because that mistake was necessary for you to learn. So, yeah. you yeah. know, but and yeah, that, at the end of the day, let who the hell cares? Let them do what they want. Yeah, you know, I don't want to see... Uh, you know, years ago when I was a young man, you'd get arrested if they're an, if an interracial couple crossed certain state lines, uh, even if they were married. I don't want to see us going back to that. So again, uh, let's be happy that people are happy. Let's be happy if same-sex people or any LGBT uh, people who are good people adopt children who don't have homes and take care of them. Let love is love be love is love. Okay, and yeah. that's my state. That's my statement on that topic. Second topic. You have anything more you want to say? Uh, I would say just as a as a ending piece, specifically 
there is a conversation of like marriage in itself, the the officie. What is the officie? Uh, the the um, I don't know how to say it. it. Basically, the officialness of marriage is also sort of dying with my generation and these upcoming generations. They don't feel necessarily the need to get under contract married. They'll say they want to get married and they just put a ring on it, like Beyonce said, and that's it. They don't have to go under contract to do all these things. Um, not all the time. So a lot of people still do it, but some people are starting to fall out of that. And I think to further the love is love thing, I understand like some people don't want to um, get married. And so they just want to be together. They want to be married, but they don't want to be like all through the paperwork and crap. When it comes to people trying to stop these forms of marriages, it makes no sense. Like it, it just, it doesn't make any sense. So I, I forgot my point and I just lost it at the end here, but regardless, it doesn't make sense um, for people to go after various forms of marriages that are non uh, hetero or cis hetero. Sorry. Okay. So. Second, second topic. I'm going to touch it on. It's a very sensitive topic, and I'm going to touch it briefly. Black lives matter. All lives matter. I just want to see a sign. All lives matter. Now, Af Afro African Americans have a complaint, and. They're exercising their voice, and that is wonderful. Uh, however, again, all lives matter. A lot of bad things have happened uh, where uh, African-Americans have been killed by the police. But I just want to make a statement. And uh, we have 17,000, almost 18,000 uh, separate police agencies and a very small percentage of these police officers are committing crimes. Even though it's a small percentage of police officers, it shouldn't happen. Okay, so I want to make that clear. It shouldn't happen. But I support the police because they got a tough job. And when you're in trouble, you want a police officer around. And all I know is at my age, if I'm going into a situation where it's a challenging area, or I want to know that there's going to be a police officer around to protect me. So I say, all lives matter. Let's stop attacking the police for attacking Black Americans. Let's say, let's improve what's happening and train the poor, poor acting police or get rid of them. And let's focus not just on black lives, but all lives and stress for love is love because it goes hand in hand. If you love somebody, matter, no matter what their race is and you want equality, it shouldn't make a difference what their race is. And uh, if something, somebody is acting bad, whether it's against the LGBT, against Jewish people, which, of which I am one of them, or uh, any group uh, that's uh, a racial group or a religious group, then that should cease to exist. But love is love, and we should concentrate on trying to bring love back rather than hate and blame everything that's happening on any particular groups when it's only a small percentage of that group. So, all right, bunch of stuff. One, um, yes, all lives do matter. The problem is the reason Black lives became a thing is because Black lives were being shown that they did not matter based off of politics and things that were going on. So the movement was never about Black lives mattering over others. It was the fact that all lives mattered except black people's because that's what was being promoted through news, through politics, through the events, the amount of incarcerations, through various minimal and small crime acts. How many people are still in jail right now for marijuana? Well, we have, we have California 
exploding and New York exploding with marijuana um, businesses. How many people are still in jail still right now? Most of them are black. So the Black Lives Matter movement uh, was never to say black lives are more than or more important than it's simply asking for the equality that they never received because they never did. They still don't. That's what that's why America has such issues, because they still don't receive that just because there are some famous black people or some black people in power. That doesn't mean that all of a sudden they all like retain this card that says, oh, they're being treated better. No, they're not. So the whole point of the movement was to signify that their lives matter too. And so, yeah, all lives do matter, but Black Lives Matter as a movement was to show that we are part of those all lives. We meaning them, not me, I'm not Black. Um, We, as in them, like all lives, including theirs, matter. Um, And additionally, the All Lives Matter movement was a specific creation to go against the Black Lives Matter. So if if All Lives Matter came out 30 years ago and people were just saying like, let's advocate for the people, all the people, and it was like a hippie thing, sure, sure. But it was not a thing until Black Lives Matter came out and those who got offended and couldn't comprehend the, the understanding of what this movement was for, retaliated and thought of thought of their movement as an attack and said okay so we're gonna attack back with all lives matter and the fact that it's an attack means that they're not included so it's not an all lives matter movement it's a all but these groups matter um so at an objective response yes all lives matter but as a movement, the movement makes no sense at all. It is a direct response to Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter is a response to the inequality that they have continued to experience throughout American history, let alone world history. So that's first thing. Um, second thing, love is love. Yes, to re- reoccur with that. Yes, in line with the objective statement of all lives matter. Yes. Um, number two or three, depending on how many statements I've made. Um, Police officers doing wrong. Yeah, there's good and bad cops everywhere. I think, um, I I don't think I am for the abolishment of police, but I think I am for a major renovation, a major like teardown and reconstruction. The problem is I don't think America will ever do that. So I will therefore choose for the abolishment over the sustaining of something that is perpetuating problems. So when it comes to something like that, because there are so many issues and there's not enough reconstruction going on, I would rather it be torn down and something new be built up and try my hand at something new than consistently accept something that I know is wrong. Uh, It's the same reason why people, it's the same reason why people picked Trump as president because they said, I'm tired of knowing that the system is failing me by, by these specific presidents, whether you believe that or not, that's what certain people believed. The system has continued to fail me with these people. I am going to try something new, even if he's not qualified, even if it doesn't make sense, because I want to see if it's better or not. And some people believe it was better. Some people learned their lesson and said, no, it's not. But so to a degree, I'm as a non-Trump supporter, um, I'm using the, the Trump thing as an analogy to say, yeah, I would rather try something new than continue on this path because I'm aware that America's probably not going to do a major shift with, with the um, police. So yeah, I'm going to reiterate uh, something again. Okay, and then I got we I got have, something else to say. Okay, we have so many hate groups in this country. If we didn't have police who put their life on the line every day for salaries or let's say pay uh, that doesn't warrant what they are doing in, uh, on the street. I mean, I worked in an area for 22 years that was 
considered a ghetto area where it was dangerous for police to be walking on the street, where teenage boys were walking around with guns, zip guns and regular guns and stores were being held up. Again, I'm gonna reiterate a very small percentage of the police create acts that hit the newspaper. We don't see all the great acts that the police do. And if we didn't have the police around here, we'd have all the gangs and we have so many gangs in the United States who have guns that are far more powerful than the police. We'd have to call the military to protect the citizens of the United States. So to get rid of the police would be terrible. So Period. couple couple Period. things. One, the thing I was going to say before, um, well, before I say that, there are a lot of gangs that were created specifically because the police became a thing. So just no, because no, gang- no. We've, had, we've had gangs here. I'm not saying all gangs. Um, I'm not saying all gangs. I'm saying there are some that were developed specifically as protection against police because in certain areas where the police are corrupt, they use that as protection because they are the neighborhood police. Um, not all of them, no, not all no, of them no. at all. Um, additionally, yeah, I am a full, I'm in full agreement with what you said about the news. As someone who spent many years studying with the news and being very uncomfortable with how negative it is, controversy sells. Controversy is what sells papers. No one wants to read about what happened, what who saved the dog or who saved the kid. They want to hear about the kid that died in the fire. I, it that's what it is. I I don't know how many people will listen to this and say, "Oh, I disagree." Bullshit. I promise you. Look up any YouTube video, all of them, consistently. You will see controversial videos doing better than positive ones. If you look at one YouTuber and he does controversial videos, and you look at another YouTuber who just does positive videos, you'll see the followers, you'll see the subscribers, you'll see the views, everything. Not even just YouTube, news channels. They do it all day. That's all they do. I, you know, we were taught in college how to read the articles because they specifically sensationalize them and make them like a novel so that you feel like it's more impactful to you. So yeah, I 100% when if a cop does something wrong, it's going to be blown up like 500 did it. So yeah, I understand that it's not all of them. Um, and like I said, if I were to discuss the taking down or the abolishment of that, I would want something else to come up. I wouldn't want to just have an empty space. I would want something else to come up. As a 23-year-old who has very minimal knowledge of the entire police system and the the structure that's been that it's been built on, I'm not going to sit here and give a full dissertation on why it needs to be abolished versus what should be put in its place. I can give you very bare bones concepts because I'm 23, you know, so, and I have these opinions that I then would like to formulate later on through experience in life. Um, but yeah, when I say like taking or removing that from the system, I'm specifically asking for something else to be put in its place, not leave an empty space, because I am very much aware that there is benefits to having them. There are benefits. They do save people. They do actually keep order in form in realms of chaos. So that's not necessarily what I'm saying. It's what I was saying before, which is the issues that are going on and the issues that are continuing to occur are big enough where they need to be responded to. And the fact that I'm aware that America will not respond to them as a government, as a whole, I will then advocate for the removal because there will be no re there will be no reform. There's not going to be reform. They're gonna they're gonna say the reform and then they'll advocate money and then the money will go wherever they want. It's just okay, not gonna so reform. So that's that's where my argument of removing them comes from. Not purely again, like cop bad. No, there's tons of good ones. It's what I was saying. With all due respect, whatever police forces we have in regard. Remember, we may have two officer police forces in some of these small hick towns uh, where the KKK are or whatever. 
But that's uh, my point. Those those it's it's very easy to look at places like New York or or California coastal places where there's a lot of intellect and say, oh, like, yeah, of course there's good ones here. It's like, yeah, because we've got some smart people. We don't have full blown KKK towns in the middle of New York. I'm not to say that like New York's entirely good, but we, the coastal elites is a term for a reason. Um, so can I just yeah, good. Can I, can I hit the seed? I had the privilege of teaching uh, in a ghetto school for 23 years. And I had, I had worked at night till 10 o'clock at night. I worked with the gangs. I collected weapons so they could play basketball. I collected weapons so they can earn, learn English as a second language in my night school program because I was a teacher in charge. When somebody died and they got shot, and if they worked for me or if they came to my center, I had to go up into the project. I didn't have to go, I went up out of respect. And I just wanna say, the wonderful Africa, African-Americans or anybody who lived in the projects were wonderful people. They wish that the police were around more often because too often, the drug dealing and the gangs were uh, in the projects, around the projects, and it was the police who kept them safe, and it was the police who put their life on the line. So, so Black Blade, Lives Matter. Uh, no, I, I wanted. No. I was going to jump in and say, but that that doesn't represent all Black people, though. No, I'm saying that uh, there are Black people who have gripes. Most of them that they want equality, and I agree that they should have. Uh, that they don't like the bad things that are happening in politics, in uh, many substances, and I think they should fight for their rights. And that's why I say Black Lives Matter. But I'm just touching upon the police. I'm pro police. You have different ideas. We could talk about this for the whole segment. I really don't want to. I'm I'm uh, I'm police reform. I'm not I'm not for abolishment. I'm police reform, but I'm aware that reform probably won't come. So therefore, you know. Okay. And one last thing I want to make a remark. Uh, if there's a fire, you don't throw logs on it. I, sh I think that all these rappers who are calling cops pigs and kill the bit, kill the cops and call them bitches and call them names and they're rapping and uh, rapping uh, raps and uh, selling millions of copies and becoming rich on it. I know the uh, companies, record companies won't eliminate them because they're making money and so are the record companies. But right. you know what? It goes two ways. Uh, let's let's eliminate eliminate this. Okay, can I move on to the next topic or you have- Well, no, I actually, I wanted to add something about the music thing because I do agree with that. Um, Real quick, actually, before that, I want to just back up one one segment and um, like equal terms. You were saying how you know not just because there's like a, a not as many bad cops that doesn't represent all the all the cops. A couple bad ones are their own. They don't represent all of them. Similarly, just because you spend time with black people specifically in New York doesn't mean the rest of the U.S. represents the community. So just to level that sort of argument is like, yeah, I understand what you're saying and I respect it. Similarly, how what you're saying is, and I understand and respect that as well. Not all cops are bad. Not all black people are going to agree and say that they, they feel safe around police because it depends on the area that you're in. Um, now the music thing really quick. I agree with you. I think it's very much like the news. I think controversy sells where if all the music that you're promoting is about the negativity of a specific kind of people whether it's police whether it's the government whatever it is even if it's bad you don't have to make that kind of music you don't not all rappers and not all rappers do but a lot of popular rappers tend to make music regarding that stuff drugs women 
uh, bitches, sit like strip clubs, um, you know, fuck the police, whatever, whatever it may be. Not all by any means, but there are a lot of concentrated content around that. And yeah, it causes a perpetual mindset. So I think there are a lot of other positive things that you can talk about or deeper things that you can talk about um, instead that would not throw logs on the fire like you were saying. So yeah, I agree with you in that a lot of these music industries are not going to stop it because they know it makes a lot of money and they don't care because controversy sells rather than rapping about something good or rapping about something like your feelings or something that's really deep and, and, and getting you. Um, so not to say that some of what these rappers are, are selling is not deep. It is deep. It's the point I'm making is it doesn't always have to be that stuff. The reason it is, is because they know it sells. So go ahead, go to the next point. Okay. Okay. So with, with that in mind, with what matters, sexism, racism, homophobia, xenophobia, bigotry, none of this should be accepted in a great country like the United States. None of it. And if the people listening, if there's anybody who doesn't know what, I'll repeat it again, sexism, racism, homophobia, xenophobia, or bigotry uh, should not exist, please look it up. Because I don't want to get into each one, but it's important that it shouldn't exist. It's not healthy. It's like a cancer on society. And it goes, it goes along with women's rights or human rights. You know, women should not be uh, demoralized in rap songs. I won't even repeat what they say about their behinds and their bitches and all that stuff. A woman should be idolized. They're the mother of your children. They should raise your children. They should not uh, have bad words stated with them and then have teenagers hear it. And then they go see their young girlfriends and they go, hey, bitch, come over here. I mean, that, that bothers me. It becomes a term that is in the normal uh, language. You know, you write, a kid writes a composition. I went to a party, all my bitches were there. And that bugs the, bugs the heck out of me. You know, I was raised, and I know I'm a different generation, but you know what? Women deserve respect if they've earned it, just like men deserve respect if they've earned it. And I think they got to get rid of what's being said in rap songs because it's become uh, a part of our vocabulary, not my vocabulary, but part of the vocabulary in the United States. It's become part of the vocabulary in schools uh it's terrible um small thing i disagree with respect is earned i think respect is given outright and then it can be lost i don't think anyone needs to okay. earn respect so that for me that was just like it was something you said and it was just important for me because i think no. everyone from the get-go it deserves respect and then you can lose that respect and earn it back if you so choose good point. but good point. no one should have to earn it if i don't know you um, good point good point. additionally i agree yeah i respect women and all and you know the sort of degradation of women seems to be a very common theme uh in music not even just rap but in music in general um you know and you don't tend to you don't see a ton of the opposite You've seen it with Cardi B, you've seen it with Taylor Swift, and that's about all I know. Um, you tend to see more just male-dominated industries do that. Um, additionally, the sexism, homophobia, and racism, that's kind of what America was founded upon. So it's really hard to say, like, yeah, in a, in a perfect world, yeah, I'd love to not have that stuff. But America was quite literally founded upon this as a congregation of straight, cis, white men were writing the declaration, wait, sorry, straight cis white Christian men were writing the declaration of independence with their slaves back at their homes and their wives in the house, recognizing that when they wrote this, it was not about women and not about slaves. So America is quite literally founded upon those things and we are slowly attempting to remove it. Are we succeeding? Don't know. I can't, I'm not about to 
look at the entire history of the U.S. and and make a summation on that over a podcast. But uh, yeah, so in a perfect world, I'd love to say that 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 stuff should not be here. Um, or sorry, it should not be here. In a perfect world, I'd love to say that it is not here. Um, but it is quite literally embedded in our history. So, you know, and, and xenophobia as well, because again, Christian white men, if it were, you were not Christian, you were not white and you were not cis straight and you were anything other than that, you've gone, absolutely gone. You don't count three fifths. Nope. Sorry. You don't own land. Nope. Sorry. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Good point. And uh, again, we have a, a situation that has been prominent over the last few years, immigrants. I think if you took the population of the United States and broke it down, most uh, majority of the people in the United States, their parents were immigrants and they came to the United States. I know my grandparents, my mother's, my mother's father came here, worked, and he was a tailor or something along those lines, saved money so he could bring my grandmother and her sister over to the United States from Russia. Uh, I know of that in many, many cases. I know that the Chinese people uh, did the same. They worked on railroads and they saved their money. I know that a lot of people will live that's made for two and have 20 people in there to save on their rent so that they could bring their families from other countries. Now, I do believe that we should check out who comes here because I don't want gang members from other countries coming here and bringing crime. I mean, we've had uh, one of the biggest gang groups are uh, the Russian gangs that came here from uh, Russia um, that are situated in the United States. Uh, we have a, a great deal of gangs of ethnic origin all over the United States. And these gangs, like I said previously, have weapons that far and exceed the power that the police have on the streets. But I think that on immigrants coming to the United States in non-COVID times, non-COVID times, having, you know, a, uh, a check on them is a bad thing because the mix of immigrants have made our country great in the past. Now, I think we have to watch out because certain countries have COVID, they're not getting shots. Uh, we have our own problems here with COVID and uh, all the diseases that are here. So we have to be more careful. But to pick on immigrants, and there's always been uh, factions in the United States will, who will always pick on immigrants. I mean, we have right now more Nazi groups picking on Jewish Americans than ever before. Uh, even bef during World War II, before World War II, we have more Nazi groups and uh, uh, who are picking on blacks, uh, Jews, and so on and so forth. Well, that's also so, because they, that's partially because they feel empowered through social media to have these organizations without having to meet them. Correct. So again, I think uh, immigrants will make America great uh, if we vet them. And uh, when times get back to semi-normal, we permit them to come into our country and, uh, you know, keep the terrorists out. But we must have immigrants in our country. Uh, we, can't, we can't have a country with, with, uh, out, without borders, but we must have a country that's flexible. I, I'm, I'm pretty game for what you said, I think, because I think we've had this conversation before. Um, uh, similar to the sort of police thing, I'm not for the 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 full abolishment but i'm also not for the full support i think it needs to be reformed 
I, I agree with you. I think people need to be checked. We can't just like let anyone in. Uh, you would, it would be good to make sure that they're not like crazy um, or for whatever reason, any other issues. Yeah, it's great to vet them and check them. Do I think the system we have now is anything close to optimal? No, months, years, the, the vetting system. And I get it. There's a ton of people trying to come in. I get it. So the, you, the manpower to check this and vet this and the experts or the people that are required with the, the people trying to get in is never going to be equal. I understand that. But there is a better system because other countries have better systems. Um, there, there's multiple developed countries that have better systems. We can very easily take from their methods, but we're not because we are self-entitled. But yeah, so I agree with you. Open borders is, again, another perfect world situation uh, where, you know, I think it would be great on paper, but in reality, I think it's a very difficult thing to achieve um, Correct. because I think it will cause significant issues down the line. Just it did in, because. It did in Europe. It, it does in Europe. Right. So, but that, that's my point is in a perfect, in a perfect situation, I think it's a great idea. Um on paper, on paper, sure. In reality, not so much. So yeah, I think a reform of borders and, and vetting and processes and, and things like that would greatly benefit this country because yeah, America's founded on immigrants. That's another thing as well, you know, in terms of the, the sexism, homophobia, and xenophobia. America's built on immigrants. So why the hell is it being run by a bunch of white guys, old white dudes? So yeah. Um, yeah. I'll yeah. get to that in a moment, old white dudes. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 uh, uh, could I go to the next topic? Yeah, go ahead. Very important one. And it's just a brief statement. Okay. Please, please, people out there. Climate change is real. I keep having, <laughs> people, I keep having people telling me it's not real. Uh, there was a tsunami that took place in Japan. The Arctic has uh, ice, ice melting that's as big as some of our states. Uh, it is possible that a decade or two from now, we're going to have waves and oceans that are going to cover land masses now that where homes are. Uh, we. I, this morning I was up, there were tornadoes uh, that I had to go into the closet because we had tornado uh, warnings, not watches, warnings, tornadoes coming off the Gulf of Mexico. Um, people in Hawaii were warned of tsunamis. Thank God it didn't come. We have so many things that are happening uh, with the melting of ice again and climate change, heavy winds warmer climate in certain areas, uh, water rising. Uh, please look into it, make your own decision, not by just sound bites that you hear by the local politicians who don't know shit from Shayola, but please, you know, look it up. It's important to you, especially if you have young kids. Um, I don't think it's gonna affect me other than I may have to go into the closet again because there's a tornado. But uh, look, you, you're know, going back in the closet. I'm going back go in the closet. <laughs> going back in the closet. And if if my if my shoes that are on the top shelf come down and hit me and give me a concussion, you know why. No. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, climate change is real. I don't know. I like anyone who anytime I have this conversation, and if the moment I hear someone. Who, who immediately tries to, to debunk climate change, immediately I just stop talking to them. Because it's one of those things that you can't, you, if they're fighting that, then you really can't have a conversation with them. Because truly, it is, it, I don't care what facts or what crap you pull up off of Joe Rogan or Breitbart, but like, you don't even need science like scientists to tell you it's happening you can quite literally experience it yourself if you just pay attention to the weather 
over a period of like six months to a year. I mean, I <laughs> like it's just it's not it's not that difficult. And I think because of of how much stuff is happening with how much information is being thrown at us and how much access we have to information um, and all the conspiracies, whether they're true or not, I think there's a lot of just crap that's coming at us. And so because of that, people are trying to sort of remove and become bigger than it and recognize that it's bigger and they, they start creating a story in their own head. Oh, it's not, it's not real. It's, they're, they're, uh, it, it's, they're faking it. They're, they're lying. It's, it's fine. They're just actually changing the weather with airplanes. Um, you know, whatever. I, and the problem is, is we end up coming up with confirmation bias because people start looking for the things that they're already thinking about and they won't remind themselves, oh, this isn't a reliable source. So I can't really use this to benefit my argument because it's not reliable. And then they start questioning the reliable sources because they found 10 articles from some random ass websites, 10 pages into Google that say otherwise. And they're all run by some greasy dude named Jeffrey in the middle of like the country. And he's bored and he's writing articles and sometimes they're for fun. And sometimes they're because they believe it themselves. Regardless, climate change is real. Please, for the love of God, just step outside, put your toes in some grass and wait there and you'll see. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, the, the last thing I want to touch upon uh, has to do with love is love, but in a political sense. And, okay. Uh, I am so tired of uh, political groups, Republicans, Democrats. I mean, I, I'm still registered with one group of 40 years ago, and I haven't voted for that group yet. Uh, I try to vote for the best person. But the candidates that come up aren't the best person anymore. We have bright people out there. It's like being in high school uh, where the most popular person at the time gets voted king of homecoming and queen of homecoming. Uh, we have uh, schlubs becoming president of the United States. Uh, people that shouldn't be just because they have money or just because they've been senators or congressmen for a long period of time. We have people who are backed by uh, agencies and are given money to represent them. And the forethought might be uh, them rather than our country I'll promise you anything until I'm elected type of atmosphere. I'm tired of this. Uh, I think one of the points you once made to me is uh, it's not going to cure uh, politicians being backed by different lobbies, but, you know, money gets you elected. And uh, I'm tired of it, whether it's old man Biden or uh, Trump. Uh, who I can't stand, but you know what? Everybody has an opinion. It's just my opinion. But let me, uh, as a person who uh, has an MBA degree, let me just ask you something. If you were going to elect a seat, first of all, I just want to say something. I pay, I already paid my quarterly taxes for 2021, and I'm getting ready to start on 2022. I wonder what would happen to me if I didn't pay my taxes and said I'm not handing it in. I wonder, okay? Our right. late president our late president, kept saying, he, I know he has a lot of companies, he couldn't do it, but I'm sure that many other rich people handed in their taxes, okay? So that pisses me off. Or so, didn't. Or didn't, okay. Uh, let me just say this. If I had to have somebody handle my money and handle my country, would you want, I read an article. I don't have to mention the person's name, do I? Uh, no, you can, you can say where the article's from and, and the author's name. That's, that's 
uh, the more newsworthy way to do it. From Saeed Fawaz, uh, okay. he stated Trump's failed businesses. Um, where, where, oh, where was this from? Uh, I don't recall. No, the, the article, like New York Times, is it? No, I like, don't what? recall. Oh, oh. I don't recall. But let me give you an example. Trump's failed businesses. Trump Stakes, Go Trump, Trump Airlines, Trump Vodka, Trump The Game, Trump Magazine, Trump University, Trump Ice, the New York General Football Team, Tour de Trump, Trump Network, Trump, and he sought bankruptcy in Trump Taj Mahal, Trump Castle, Trump Plaza Casinos, Trump Plaza Hotel, Trump Hotels and Casino Resorts, Trump Entertainment Resorts. Now, this is a statement made by this gentleman. And I know in the past reading articles that when it's not just him, but when a rich person takes out loans and the, the banks are obligated with a big loan, rather than foreclose on the loan, they will do the loan over again and come to other terms. So the person who is getting the loan with a big loan has the power to say, hey, look, you don't uh, give me a new loan, I'm gonna claim bankruptcy. So that was done many, many times. Well, my point is this, a man like this, has been elected president of the United States. And he's talking about running again. It's everybody's opinion who they wanna vote for. Uh, things financially in the stock market looked like they had got better, but he tripled, I believe, the debt that he was supposed to eliminate while he was in office. So, that aside and all the allegations against them, let's say all the allegations against them are just political. Okay, I'll put that aside. Now you got old man Biden. That pisses me off. I mean, I, Biden's a, uh, a year or two older than me, I think. What is he, 79? Like that. Uh, hell if I know, hold on, I can check. And he's been in office, uh, many 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 years and you could say he's experienced yeah he's and, 79 okay so he's two years older than me uh i think that we should have a um and, and this was your idea so i don't want to take it away from you you're fine i i, I knew where you were going i think that we should have a limit on terms served i think we should have a limit on the age of our politicians, because once we have politicians that are there for multiple, multiple terms, now they become the slaves of the lobbies. And in one of our past podcasts, I said, all politicians basically are legalized criminals because they owe their allegiance to where their money comes from. So you wanna pick it up from there? Sure. Um, first and foremost, yeah, age, age limit, age cap on uh, politicians, in my opinion, should be somewhere, I don't know, I don't know the exact number, I would say somewhere between 50 to 65. Um, because I think 65 is even too much, I would say 50 to 60. Uh, because for reference, Joe Biden was born in 1942. This man was born in 1942. You are telling me that he is able to, to man, no, no. 1942. Mm -mm. Uh -huh. um, and that's not to say anything about the 1940s. There's nothing wrong with the 1940s. Um, but that's right. My, I was born in 44. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> my point, though, is, is like you, I, I teach you a lot about what goes on and, and technology and things. My point, though, is how, how easy is it for you to keep up with anyone but like or even close to my age? Uh, well, I far surpass most of the things that somebody your age knows. 
but to no, keep that's up with that's obvious. Yeah, but I'm but I'm talking about if something new happens or if it's a new concept or I'm lost. A, I'm lost. Right. Okay. Just just to put that out there. <laughs> um, yeah, 100% age cap and term limit. Please, dear God, for all that it is worth, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. It would also put more turnaround in our society. We would have more people and more exposure within our um, government and in our system. That way we don't have someone like Mitch McConnell, who's been there since he was two, and he's doing whatever the hell he wants, and he's going to be there till he turns to dust. Like, it, we can get new people in. Even if those new people want to emulate previous people, they can, but it's not going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. So I'd love that. I love that idea. Um, politicians being run by money, yeah. Um, it's very, very interesting as someone who's heavily on social media to see how much this pandemic has really pushed people to focus on pandemic in America, I should say, um, has really put a focus for at least people my age and around my age to focus on what's going on. Cause I think pre uh, pre pandemic, there was a lot of sort of, this dream state that a lot of my generation and the generations below me were in very much a, the, the era of social media, life is great. I can make a career on social media and nothing is an issue. And I think post, not even post, but during pandemic as we're in now, um, we're seeing a lot more people have conversations and discussions about our government and about what's going on. And, you know, the recognition that, America is not, not only not a democracy, but not a meritocracy either. It is, I don't even think it's a republic. I wouldn't even consider it a republic. I wouldn't, I don't even know what to call it. Some people would call it a dictatorship, but I don't know about that. Um, but it's run by money. It's very much the concept of if you have the money, that's it. That's all you need. Because if you have the money, you can pay someone to find the loopholes for you and make more money. And at a certain point, when you have a certain amount of money, you can make infinite money because when you put that into stocks or when you put that into certain placeholders, every year it's going to make you hundreds of thousands of dollars. So you can literally, after you hit a certain market of money, you can put that somewhere and it'll just make you yearly income and you never have to work again. Meanwhile, there's people on the streets of New York and every other part of the country trying to literally just make enough money to get some bread and eat. Um, yeah money is very much what is focused in America. And if you have it or know or have been taught how to lose it and spend it and hide it, you'll be great. You'll be amazing. But for the majority of the population, they don't. They're not taught that. They're not because they don't. And then everyone would be rich. And it very much like you were saying with the loans, major, when you hit a certain bracket, you'll start getting benefits you'll, it just gets easier. You know, like you said, they'll remake the loans and they'll do things because you're a big spender. They, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's millions of dollars, of course, but they'll hound you for the 10,000 that you owe for the, that you used on the down payment of your house or the hundred thousand you owe that's correct. because they want to hound you because that's where their money comes from. They're getting it from you, but they'll save it. They give the, the extra loans to the millions because they're making it off the little people. So but it's, okay. it's both depressing, but also um, a good thing. And I will, I'm going to attempt to articulate this in a way that is easily understood outside of my own brain. Um, it is depressing because we are coming to this realization and out of a, for some of us, some of us have known this since for decades and for years some people have known this for a while, but a lot of us haven't. And for the ones that are coming out of it, um, it's depressing to see that like we, we as a society are really not valued. Um, who, I, I forget who it was recently. Some major news outlet did a study that said something like 75% of the population is not being represented in government. Um, 
and it's really depressing the fact that like that's a thing and that money is what's being pushed more so than lives and healthcare and education um, but at the same time what's great about that is that the fact that we're realizing it means that we're going to start doing something about it maybe not all of us but more people because it's it people are, now that we're aware of it they're going to get tired of it and they're going to want to change it so that's what's good whether it's now or in in the years to come it is going to inspire change uh, and that's good that's a good thing to focus on okay <laughs> so yeah but i agree with uh, a lot of things you said just now you know um and that goes to my first topic uh if you can't love the candidates that become elect the two the two candidates that represent or three candidates or four candidates that represent the parties for who's going to run our country and that's all the selection you have and you got to gripe about it for four years that's no good if you are going to have antagonizing uh songs and newspaper clips and sound bites uh, that are racially or uh, you know uh, uh, oriented to uh, different types of people um, that create problems you're always going to have problems i think what we got to start doing i know it's something that may not happen but if every day you decide to love or make something better for one other person and they pass it on, then that's a good thing. Same thing with a country, with a country. If every day uh, outside, if one country decides to help another country, maybe the other country will help another country and pass it on. Yeah. We won't have war. We won't have wars. Is is it idealistic? Yes. Uh, is it feasible? Yes, it is feasible. It's so much easier to love than to hate. And if for every good thing you do for somebody, there's a good possibility you'll get something back threefold. That's good. There'll be exceptions. Um, so. You know, I want to make America great again, but not like, you know, I, I don't even want to use that title because it'll make, it'll sound like I'm a Trumpite. I can't stand him. So, but uh, I respect people who have made a decision and stick by it, but I would like every person who votes to realize we're not voting for a person or a party. We're voting as an American citizen um, and given a very special right in the upcoming elections that are not too far off. Believe me, it's not too far off, three years, two and a half years. So uh, um, that's all I have to say on, uh, on this podcast. Uh, do you want to add anything? Um, support local news. Be able to admit that you're wrong when you're wrong. Don't have a big head about it, and especially when it comes to politics. Um, and stop identifying with things so strongly. You can be a Republican and still support Democrats. You can be a Democrat and reporter and support a Republican. You don't have to choose. Um, and yeah, love people. You know what I mean? It support it, spread it. You know what I mean? There's nothing negative about love. You can spread it and it helps you and those around you. Um, and then in terms of um electing people got to stop electing for selfish reasons we got to start electing with the the collective conscience that this is for everyone how is this going to affect me and my neighbors not just me so yeah, and it's not a high school election right right not a high school yeah because we have a lot of different types of elections coming up uh we have gerrymandering we have uh politicians trying to change the way People can vote. Um, a lot of a lot of crap going on that's happening, and uh, it's no good. So anyway, with that, I I am finished with my remarks. Otherwise, I'll 
just be repeating what I said before. No, I think it was good. I think we are pretty solid. We're hitting our mark uh, on our on the end of this episode here. We will be back with another one. I have no idea what we're going to do for the next one. I will come up with it because um, this was this was his, and the next one's going to be mine. Um, yeah, I think it was I would great. just like some, I would like some comments from people. Oh yeah, right. So okay, we are on like. I don't know how many different websites like Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, Overcast. God, I, there's like five other ones. I can't remember. Anyways, uh, if you are on YouTube, leave a comment, please. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to. Um, and if you comment, maybe if, even if it's not about this, maybe we can just talk about it in the next episode. I'm more than happy to do that. Um, and if you don't want your name in it, we don't have to talk about your name. We can just use your comment. Um, if you're on Spotify, I don't believe you can comment, but I believe you can respond because I usually add a question or a little survey or something in there. Um, and, and then subscribe. Apple, yeah, subscribe and follow and share it to your friends and family because I I think it would be great to involve a community with us. You know what I mean? Have have comments and people contact us and then we can talk about those things. And hey, maybe if anyone wants to come on, maybe they can. Yeah, and those people in Germany and Australia, let's hear from you. You're <laughs> uh, uh, I, Australia, if you have any kangaroos out there that want to listen, have them listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right peace out until the next one peace out love you guys